Hey, what's up everybody? My name is Gabby and this is I Am The Storm, so welcome or welcome back. Um, today's episode is titled, You Are Where You Need To Be. Of course, we do have the first two episodes already out, um, so if you haven't listened to those, feel free to pause and go back. Feel free to keep going and uh, <laughs> you can return to those later, but um, this is the last episode for this week um, and then Next week, I'll be back with three more episodes. So we're just going to go ahead and hop on in. Um, The first thing I wanted to talk about was like adulting. Um, I'm 22. I just graduated. And so this is kind of my first time uh, moving out and like paying my rent for the first time. I'm very blessed to have parents that um, were able to help me and assist me through college and They wanted my main focus to be on being in school, of course, and um, so that was something that I I am very blessed to be able to have, and so this is my first time paying rent, Um, and of course, my first time paying rent also happens to be like the time where things are very expensive, and uh, it's a little difficult, but managing and learning how to budget. which is also very difficult because I, I'm kind of a free spirit when it comes to spending money, but I'm learning to actually have a plan and budget because there are things I want to do. I really want to go on a trip for my birthday and stuff like that. And it's like, you got to have some money. You can't, you know, and saving it is the smartest way to do that. Not necessarily just, oh, I have the money in my account so I can make the purchase. Um, so I'm slowly learning this. I, have a slight spending problem so it is definitely something that I'm working on um and like I said if I'm I'm more of like a if I have the money in my account then I can go kind of person uh but I've kind of just got tired of living paycheck to paycheck in and that's a relative term I want to say because I do acknowledge my privilege I do acknowledge um how blessed I am um but can't ignore it is it does get a little difficult um you know spend your whole paycheck I find myself doing that like I'll spend my whole paycheck basically and so I'm crawling myself into the next pay week and it's like yo I got you know less than a hundred dollars to stretch me and it's like okay Gabby what can we do so that way we are not doing this there's no reason that your account should be zero every every other, you know, every other week when you, um, are about to get paid. So that's something that I have been, um, working on when it comes to adulting and, uh, it's, (laughs) it's challenging. It's tax season coming up. So that's, we'll see how that goes for me. But, um, with that, it's also relationship with parents changes in this season as well. Um, I've, realize, you know, of course I try to ask them questions all the time and I love my parents. So I'm so sorry. Cause I know they're probably listening, but, um, <laughs> they are not very helpful when it comes to me asking for advice sometimes a lot of the time, most of the time. So, um, when it comes to advice along the sorts of like, um, recently, I'm just gonna put my business out there, they business out there, but recently I, um, I wanted to open a separate checkings account. Um, and just basically have two checkings and a savings account all through the same bank. And I I just thought it would be an easier way to manage my money. 
to be able to see it. So I kind of have one account for savings, one account for my fixed expenses, you know, all of my automatic payments that come out. Um, and then one account for spending because a big issue I always find is I'm spending the money that I need in my account for a fixed expense. So I'm going to spend the money and then, oops, this payment came out and I didn't have the money in there. So, um, that's something that I wanted. And I was expressing that to my parents and like trying to get feedback because obviously I don't, I don't know much. And so my parents are like, you don't need to do that. Or, you know, and they give me all their reasons as to why that might not work for me. Not might not, but won't work. And, um, and with the shift of like becoming older, your conversations with your parents tend to shift into like their instruction more becomes suggestions. Um, I, you know, like in that case, if I was younger, you know, if I went to my mom, I was like, Hey, I want to open another, um, you know, I want to open another bank account. Then in that case, she'd be like, no. And then that would be the end of it. But now it's, Hey, I want to open another account. I don't think that's a good idea. Okay. Well, I did my own research and I do think that this will benefit me. So this is what I'm going to do. And that's kind of it. And it's a very weird shift, but um, I like being able to have room to like make my own decisions. It's just a little difficult to navigate sometimes because when I call my parents nine times out of 10, I just want them to make the decision for me. Um, but uh, that's not necessarily how this works anymore. Um, and so a lot of it is, you know, I'm not asking you for permission. I'm more so just like telling you what's happening. Um, and I had a story, uh, I, we had a friend, um, a loose friend is a loose term, but he had a friend and he had a birthday, uh, and it was down in Norfolk, Virginia, which is about a four hour drive from where I am in Roanoke, Virginia. And, um, it was just a whim idea that we were like, let's go. And we were going to do a turnaround trip. And so it was me, one of my line sisters, one of my other friends, and or two other friends. Um, and one of them is the the line brother of the guy whose birthday we were going to. And so uh, just a random off a of whim, we, like we had two days of thinking about this before we were like, yep, we're going to go. We're going to leave. We're going to leave here at like, I think we left probably at like six. Leave here drive straight to Norfolk, drive straight to the party. And it wasn't even a party. It was more like a kickback. It was more like just hanging out. And so drive straight to there, his house, hang out, do whatever, and drive straight back another four hours. I think we're going to let that sit for a second. <laughs> and so with that, um, I told my parents because I like to think I'm a good kid and that's what good kids do because my sister, on the other hand, I'm not calling her a bad kid, but my sister, on the other hand, would not, she just wouldn't do it. She just wouldn't say that she was going to do it. She's going to do it, but she just wouldn't let anyone know. And then when we check her location, we'd be like, um, when did you get down there? And she'd be like, oh, da, da, da. So I'm like, okay, well, let me get ahead of this. And mind you, my parents were in like Virginia beach that weekend too. So they, they were going to be in the area, but I called and I was like, Hey, this is what's happening. And they were not happy. They're like, um, no, that's not happening. I'm like, I'm so sorry to break it to you, but I was not calling for your permission. I'm just telling you what is happening. Like that's, 
Still like it. I'm not gonna say I'm grown because I'm barely, but you know, I, I have room to make my own decisions. And so they were very much not happy, but obviously I went, had fun, came back, made it safely. So it wasn't bad, of course. Um, and it's definitely an adjustment, uh, <laughs> to say the least. It's just a season of adjustments. I feel like, um, the biggest one is just not being in school anymore. It's like the first time in my life in general, like back to school time came and it was weird cause I wasn't going back to school and it's kind of difficult to process. Um, and I think it's partially because I'm still relatively close to where my college is and I can drive back if I wanted to. It's just not necessarily what I want to do. Um, and so the new year was definitely interesting as this was the first year that is not like broken up to nine weeks or semesters or things like that. So it's not like I'm looking forward to the end of the school year, uh, within the middle of the year or something like that. And so June is, uh, going to come and <laughs> like, it's just, okay. The rest of the year still keeps going. Um, and so it's, it's a very, very weird shift, but I am interested in seeing how it goes. Um, I'm interested in seeing like, you know, goals that are not related to school. Um, and just like getting settled into adulthood. And I know that's very naive thing to say, but, um, I'm kind of enjoying it. Just like the, I won't, I won't even say it's the freedom necessarily, but in a way, just being able to make my own decisions loosely. And, um, I have a great family and a great support system to know like, okay, if you mess up, you have people that are, you know, hopefully you're going to help you before you mess up, of course. Um, but, um, I know that they'll also be there if I do mess up. So I'm very blessed for that. Uh, and then next I did have, I want to talk about comparison. That's another thing with this season. And, uh, this is like really where it gets meaty in this topic of like, you are where you're supposed to be, um, or where you need to be. And I think it's very interesting with school because with graduating, um, it's very weird watching the separation between those that went to college and are graduating or recently graduated and starting their careers. And then those people that stayed at home and are now starting families. Um, and it's, it's one of those things where it's like, uh, I don't say that one path is better than another. Um, and despite how uppity we can get and we, as in those that went to school, cause I'm guilty too. Um, and especially the ones that excelled in school or is on to their second degree. Um, there's no reason to hate on how someone else decides to live their life. Cause one, like <laughs> it's, it's, it's not your life <laughs> and two, literally none of us know what we're doing. Like we're all 22. We're all in our early twenties. Like none of us know what we're doing. We're all trying to figure out. We're all the blind leading the blind. Like we're all just you know, trying to understand what's going on. So there's no reason to hate. There's no reason to compare necessarily because, you know, everybody's on their own path for a reason. Um, and of course, not all comparison has us on the up of the spectrum. Um, most of us struggle with the opposite end, meaning we're comparing what we have um, to others and, you know, what others are doing. And first, I'm going to say if you struggle with 
this uh, a great sermon to watch or listen to is Cuff to Comparison by Mike Todd and Transformation Church. It's a part of a series of cuffing season that he did. It's an amazing series. I recommend the whole thing. But this one particular cuffing, cuff to comparison was really good. Um, and this won't be the last time you hear me recommend a sermon from this series just because like, oof, like it will call you out. It definitely called me out in a couple places, but um, he breaks it down very beautifully. I really like Mike Todd um, and the way that he, he preaches, but um, he breaks it down really nicely. And my biggest takeaway from it was that people are not made to be compared. Um, we are all created as masterpieces. And so focusing on what somebody else has or where they are deprives you of the opportunity um, to get your blessing in your season. And all of this flows into the next point of here is holy. Um, and so with this is this, uh, how do I go into this? So here is holy for me is like, on one hand, we have this vast exposure to other people. Um, when you think about social media and like TikTok and how we really shouldn't be exposed to this many people's lives, um, it makes you think about all the lives you could have had or the things that you should be doing or could be doing. Um, and with that, there's the unrealistic uh, idea, I guess, of where we should be when we, we're, when we're exposed basically to, you know, a bunch of 20 year old influencers buying houses, cars, making millions of dollars off brand deals. Um, and there's no hate to them, but it's hard when you exit the app and you go back to your normal life looking at, you know, affordable apartments and, um, wondering, you know, how on earth people are my age buying homes right now, like in this economy, like, I don't understand, you know? And, uh, I heard a good point in another basement podcast, um, episode where the girl he was speaking with, um, she was 21 and she said that with us, meaning like Gen Z people, uh, we're expected to know so much because we have the answers to every question at our fingertips. And I thought that was a great point. Um, just because there's so much pressure in our mid- 20s or early 20s to be young and carefree and do everything um but also settling or setting yourself up for success in every area possible and it's like how am I supposed to travel the world in my 20s and set up a 401k like it's not necessarily realistic um for many of us and we seem to fall somewhere in the middle and feel like crap because somehow our lives are a byproduct of us not working hard enough to figure it out, you know? Um, and it's, it's very interesting when, when you think about, because at the end of the day, that's a, honestly, it's a very true statement of, we do have answers to everything at our fingertips. If I want to learn how to start my own business, there are plenty of resources online that I could learn or, you know, that I can utilize to, to learn the tools that I needed to do to start my own business. And that's, for everything. But, um, I think there's an unrealistic pressure on younger people, especially because we grew up with this technology that, uh, that we do know all of these things. And 
We, we definitely don't. Um, and a lot of the times, at least for me, I like to be explained things. Um, I call my mom asking about stuff all the time. I'm like, hey, got my W-2. Can you help me? You know, what am I supposed to do with this? Taxes. And she's like, get online and figure it out. I'm like, I know that that is an option. I'm calling you because I really need someone to like talk me through it. That's how I learn. I'm not you know, I don't necessarily want you to do it for me, but I would like you to teach me, not necessarily just me reading the information, you know? Um, but other than that, uh, we're, we're all necessarily like where we need to be. Um, and a great sermon to listen to, uh, if you struggle with this is here is holy by Mike Todd again in transformation church. And, uh, at the end of the day, accepting that reality for yourself is just that it's a switch of your mentality that you have to make in order to feel more secure with where you are. Um, sure. We could all live in nicer places or have more money or more friends or a boyfriend or husband or whatever it is that you sit and dream about for yourself. But in reality, that is where you're, you're, you're where you're supposed to be. Um, and accepting and appreciating where you are is a part of the process. So I'm going to help you guys real quick. So let's say you wish that you live somewhere nicer. Um, what if I told you that God has you where you are while he prepares a home for you? Um, I'm kind of living this now as the new apartments me and Olivia are looking to move into are literally currently being built right now. And those weren't an option when I moved to the city a year ago. And sure, you know, my apartment could have the stainless steel uh, and granite countertops combo. But if I spent every day focused on what I don't have here, like those things, I'd miss out on the opportunity to appreciate the amazing views I have here, my massive bedroom, um, the super kind neighbors I have here. I love where I live uh, and I've learned to appreciate where I am. Um, and if God leads me to those new apartments, great. And if he tells me to stay here, great. I have faith in knowing that I'm here for a reason. Um, and it's something beautiful in being able to appreciate where you are and uh, shift your framing of your thinking of thinking more so of like how grateful you are for the things that you do have as opposed to the things that you don't have. And it sounds pretty simple, but it's a little difficult. Um, and so if that didn't do it for you, well, we're going to try another one. So let's say you want a boyfriend or a husband and are looking for love. Okay, cool. Who isn't? I know. So what if I told you this season of you being single is for you to grow as an individual so that way when you meet your next partner, you'll be better equipped. Or if God is working on healing your future husband so he's better equipped, wouldn't you want him to take his time on that? I know. <laughs> At the end of the day, it's a natural to have dreams and desires and, uh, and all of those things. But the important lesson in all of this is that you can't focus on what you think you're lacking when in reality, there are things and people all around you for you to be grateful for. And not to mention for all my believers out there, faith is an action word. Um, 
to to have true and total faith in God is to challenge your thinking when you start going down the rabbit hole of what you don't have and replacing those comments and thoughts with how grateful you are for these experiences that you're being exposed to um, as it's all going to go into building a better you uh, and that you have faith that God will provide for you. And uh, another point I want to, I just want to touch on this before I wrap it up for the day, but uh, (laughs) I heard this. It was another, I know, basement podcast. Uh, You're just going to hear a lot about the basement with Tim Ross because he's dope. But um, he refers to this as, you know, one of the Bible's greatest hits, but everybody knows, you know, Philippians 4.13, right? It's like a super popular scripture. You know, I could do all things through Christ that strengthens me, right? And when we typically use the scripture, we talk about um, the things that we want in life. I can do all things. I can get those things that I'm looking for. I can, uh, for me, what if I say I, you know, in this podcast, in this journey of the podcast, I know that it's going to be successful because I am capable and I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. Beautiful. Okay, great. But that's not necessarily in the correct context that it is in scripture. Um, in the scripture, it comes from uh, where Paul is talking about being content with where he is. And that's where the scripture comes from. Uh, and so talking about I can I can do all things through Christ that th- strengthens me is all about being content with where you are. That, hey... Whether I have everything I could possibly ask for and imagine, or I have nothing, I know that I can do all things. I know that he will provide. And I will be content with where I am while he is providing, while he is working things out for me, because he's always going to remain faithful. And I know it's a lot easier said than done and, uh, Contentment is a skill for sure. Learning how to be content with where you are and contentment is definitely a double-edged sword too because uh, you don't want to be too content. You know, growth is important. Striving for growth, having goals, um, you know, wanting to grow in every aspect of your life is is always important. So that's something, you know, you want to be aware of, but in terms of restless people and I know for younger people which is like the majority of the people that listen um and I struggle with this but especially like coming out of school school is so busy it's class class work class hang out with friends social life sorority like it's just go 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 and for some reason I thought life was gonna slow down when I graduated I don't know why I thought that it feels like it sped up a bit but um I'm a busybody. I like to stay, I like to stay busy, but, uh, sometimes you have to sit still, um, and learn that. And where that relates to contentment is, you know, sometimes, you know, I think about where I'm going next and what I'm going to do next. Like, okay, I'm here. I got this job and I moved in here and I you know, I'm happy for a few months and then, okay, a guy comes along and it's like, Ooh, okay. I've talked to this guy and now what? And now what? And now what? And it's like the never ending cycle of, okay, what's next? Okay. I'm bored of this. Like what's next? What's the new job? What's going to be 
after this? Am I going to move to a new city? Like, it's just a never-ending cycle of what's next. And so learning how to be still um, and content is is definitely something to to think about. Um, and it's a, it's a pretty important skill to to learn how to find stillness in the in the middle of the storm ha <laughs> no pun intended but <laughs> anywho this is definitely where I'm gonna wrap it up for today this is all for this week's episode um and I will be back next week like I said with another three more episodes for you guys so if you don't want to miss that make sure you are subscribed to this podcast wherever you listen to podcasts uh, make sure you follow me on instagram where I post updates to my story even though right now I'm not on instagram but if you want to support me um, in the show, you can use the link in my descriptions, also in the bio, my bio on Instagram um, to buy me a cup of coffee. And I will talk to you guys next week. Thank you. Bye.